You gotta stop being weird. I'm not being weird. You're being you're being weird. Okay, whatever. Who's weird? Yeah, let's do a poll. Poll. Who's more weird? I think we're both weird in our in different ways. I love being weird. I'm kind of in this place where I am okay with it. I know you just don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I struggled with that for a long time. Kind of face, but hmm, sort of a good reminders of just letting things go. Welcome to the Out There But Not podcast. I'm Amanda. And I'm Amy. Here you'll find no topic is off the table as we explore spirituality, the paranormal, and our connections with the other side. Hello, hello. Welcome to Out There But Not. All right. Episode two, season two. Here we go. And it's 1222 rain. <gasps> does that mean anything? No. <laughs> if you define meaning to it, it does, Amanda. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Uh, we're talking about spirit guides. Yes. So spirit guides, first, like, let's talk about what are spirit guides? Does everyone have spirit guides? Do mm-hmm. you know if you have spirit guides? Mm-hmm. Talk about all the things. Mm-hmm. Why don't you kick us off? So serious today. How do you, I am, well, I am serious. I'm in like a funny mood today. I will acknowledge that. Why? Why? Why anything? Why do we have to be anything? Who cares? Fair. Okay. I, I'm just in, like, I'm kind of persnickety today. I don't know what it is, but I'm in a good mood. Like, does it make sense? Uh, sure. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I, yeah. So let's not overthink it, but I certainly will address that because who knows what, I'm, what type of attitude I'm about to have. But we're going to talk about spirit guides, which are really special. Everybody, yes, everyone does have a spirit guide slash a spirit guide crew more or less, um, and we can, we'll dive into that in just a second, that are with them throughout their soul's journey of existence. So that includes this life cycle and past life cycles. I think we're going to save the past lives for a different podcast mm-hmm. where you want to explore that here. It's kind of topic. Well, it's kind of unavoidable to a certain degree when we talk about spirit guides. So your spirit guide has been with you since you had your first soul's experience in this physical level. The more uh, physical experiences you have, your soul's journey, the more lives you live, the closer and closer the feeling or the sensation of your spirit guide around you can be detected i'll say yeah and everyone does have a spirit guide yes they do right or does everyone also have a crew spirit guides both correct mm-hmm. and i might be jumping the gun here but we collect spirit guides throughout our journey that's correct and even in this life like say when you're born do you have three spirit guides and the end of your life you have six like does that happen or is it just one per i know i'm doing like the rules that amy hates one but i like a little structure for sure so you yes you're you have one i'll say one main spirit guide who is is intertwined with your soul's journey from the first physical experience you've had 
Then um, throughout your past lives, and this is why this applies, you commandeer energies um, uh, within relationships of your physical experiences. So not only do you have spirit guides from this existence, uh, but you also have guides from past life experiences as well. And so that is the crew that you kind of gather with you. Also, loved ones that have passed on can choose to engage in your physical experience um, as a guide for you as part of their soul's transcendence, as part of their soul's journey. They can choose to be a part of yours as a guide. So basically, it's kind of a, a an elaborate crew or elaborate team of guides that you've picked up along the way. How does one know when spirit is around spirit guides wise because some people are more open and more in tuned but what are some of like the feelings you might have Mm -hmm. so spirit guides vibrate quite high um, so you can see them in light form so that would be like light flecks um, sometimes orbs as well but more so like a light flicker you can feel them vibrationally around you so it can actually cause you to be quite emotional when you feel them it's almost like a an, an emotion I can't identify experience they can move things but you know I heard once well spirit guides always knock off knock books off shelves or and it's like what like <laughs> who made that up like they can move things but so can low level energies and so can past loved ones or you know lots of things can and so what a spirit guide will make you feel is um emotion more than anything um heightened awareness of something that you can't even clearly define a feeling they uh, again you can visually uh, sense them but they can also cause ringing in your ears things like that Um, Just high frequency stuff. Sometimes they can make you feel dizzy when you feel them around. I think a lot of people, especially lately, I mean, I guess I'll say there's a a spiritual movement going on for sure where people have more of a heightened awareness or a heightened curiosity to spirituality and the idea of what a spirit guide is and how that, um, you know, could deepen their own spiritual connection is discovering their spirit guides. Right. And we have a lot of seekers out there looking for their spirit guides. And for me, that's a little tricky. I think based off of your individual soul's journey, you will discover your spirit guide. I don't believe it's something you can force per se, but it's something you can naturally um, in start to engage with through looking inward. So meditation is the best tool to connect deeper with your guides, period. And... Well, we talk about just tapping into like meditation. So, for example, we've sort of talked about meditation Mm -hmm. in our podcast because we believe obviously really strongly in it for so many benefits. Whether you're spiritually believe or non-meditation is super beneficial. But are there particular meditations that help support that? Because, for example, I mean, obviously, like there's the Calm app and that I don't really put two and two with like connecting with your spirit guide, but there's also like sound. Or... Sorry, what what did you say first? Like there's different types of meditation. What was the first one you just said? The Calm app. Calm app. Oh, Calm app. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, I totally heard that wrong. Uh, what did you say I said? Don't worry about it. <laughs> like inappropriate. <laughs> Yeah, no, the Calm app, for example, you're not going to connect with your spirit guides on that. Or are you? Or can you? Not really, right? I, I think you have to go on with the intention. Mm. 
but not the expectation mm. because sometimes it's, it happens or it doesn't, right? Just depending on. Mm-hmm. Is that a fair statement? Sure. I think you by sure. Well, I just... When you connect with your spirit guide, your first level of engaging with your spirit guide is engaging with yourself, is engaging with your own energy, your own feelings, your own imagination. And so when we use things like the Calm app and we're focused on the rain and the music and the thing, and it almost removes us from ourselves a little bit versus having uh uh you can i mean there are group sessions you can go to where they give you guided meditation so tools to look inward and connect with yourself your own intuition your own vision of the experience of meditation versus some of these apps really kind of hold your hand a little too much through it where it should be a lot more of an adventurous experience Right. Just like almost blank slate, blank crack. And wherever your mind goes, correct. Your mind's eye, that's where you're meant to crack to. Correct. So, spiritual coaches, meditation coaches, mediums, and things like that, they know what that journey looks like. And a lot of them can guide you through that in a little bit more of a deeper way. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, then how would for someone at home that's listening to this say, okay, I want to try to like meditate to connect with my spirit guides. What advice would you give them on how to start? I would say you're meditating to connect deeper with your own feelings. You're meditating to connect deeper with yourself and when, and remove the idea of an expectation of encountering some type of guide. You are connecting with you. Your guide is part of you and your soul's journey. So the gateway to your guide is through your own vulnerability. And sometimes that can make you very uncomfortable. Sometimes people can meditate and they end up crying and it can be like quite a release. Uh, yeah. But that is the door inside door. Not because I think some people sit down and they go, Ooh, I'm going to experience my guide, which is out there and up and out of me. No, 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 no. The guide is inside you in all the deep layers of yourself that you don't want to look. And that's exactly where you need to look. You need to turn over all those stones. Is that also like, you know, when you talk about your intuition and Mm -hmm. gut feeling, is that also connected to your spirit guide? Absolutely. So like you're connecting maybe, I think when people think of like spirit guide, they have to see a person. Right. They think it's outside of themselves. Or they have to like hear something or have a dream that they see them so they can put like a face and a name right. or face and a visual. Well, that's what we do. Right. But it's not that. It's really mm. listening to yourself. Right. I would say best practice when you want to find your guide is imagine your guide is you. And then also not be afraid to let your emotions come to the surface. Yeah. And, you know, spirit communicates in a way that is kind of odd. It, it, it will surprise you. Sometimes it can be really dark. It's only intention is to reveal feelings within you that that are dark and so um, as an example I'll say something super personal right now when I was a child I went through a lot of really tough times I was diagnosed with um, IBS when I was 10 but I had been really struggling for years my parents went through an awful divorce and custody battle for myself and my brothers and I, I really struggled as a child like I really truly did and and I was seeing spirit, so yay. <laughs> Layer. <laughs> and um, there was a lot of stuff that I didn't know that I locked up real deep inside. And funnily enough, 
I was meditating one day and um, during my meditation, and again, when you meditate, when you go to this like crazy imaginative land that you're not really in control of, but you're watching and it's coming from you, it's kind of a an amazing outer body, inner body experience. I have no else to describe it. And it's only for you. And I know that this is, this is going to sound odd, but I'm sitting there and I'm meditating and I look up and I see myself lying on the ground and my spirit guide was eating my intestines. This seems like definitely out there. You, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like you're okay. Wait, but it was gory and it was weird. Like I'm, I'm, I, I'm not gonna lie. I was like, what the? Like where did that come from? Made me uncomfortable. I was like, what the is wrong with me? Why am I? Why? What is going on? This is insane. Like as a child, I would go to the hospital with intestinal spasms and so much pain. Yeah, I had some issues digestive issues and it was some shadow work and some I needed to look in some places and child Amy and address some feelings that I had completely completely tucked down deep in my digestive system and it was the realization and almost this like visualization this crazy visualization of consuming this in in such a gory matter it it helped me see it and it also helped me release it and it was weird but it was incredibly powerful and so you hearing it being like well that's really weird but for me I was so moved by addressing that energy in my body and releasing it I couldn't believe how free I felt and then how was your digestive issues since I've been working as a medium I haven't had any And I know that seems gory and whatever, but I'm sharing and being vulnerable. Like, it seems odd. I completely admit. But that's the journey about meditation where it's like, you know, like when you're going to, you tell somebody, you're like, I can't tell them that because it's super weird. I know. I understand. If you've had like a crazy dream and you've had, or you had a crazy visualization, you're like, what the hell was that? That's insane. I can't tell anybody about that. You can tell me. I know. I know. I know. Okay. Like things are messed up up in spirit and the way sometimes they get to their point can be through a visualization or experience that helps you have an emotional reaction that's necessary to the result that they you know ultimately want you to look at and so it's um it's really important that we allow crazy like you think about dreams we we accept having dreams and nightmares because we do and it's common and we talk about it's socially acceptable to be like yeah, I had a crazy dream last night it was so weird but even some dreams we've had we've never said aloud because they were that messed up you know what I mean meditation is just the same but it feels you feel odd, oddly responsible for it because you're sitting and having your own meditation imagination experience versus you're doing the same thing when you dream so Right. I think naturally, I when I think of spirit guides, I think of like the eagles or animals and oh, so you think for like okay, now spirit animal go into like a spirit animal, not necessarily like a spiritual person, but that's what I think of when I also think of spirit guides. Can spirit guides do they have to be past people? Spirit guide angels. Spirit guide animals. Like I'm opening up the can. Well, spirit here. Spirit can, spirit can manifest in all forms. What? No. There's more to the behind that that you're just not. <laughs> spirit can manifest in all forms. So I mean, an angel is a form of a spirit guide. Yes, angels exist. 
Angels are ethereal beings that have never been human. Your spirit guide has. Right. So if we think about it this way, let's pretend that uh, you, Amanda, live a whole bunch of your lives and you, in ascension, in spirit, complete your soul's journey, the self-discovery and experiencing itself. Okay? Yeah. You then get to decide what you want to exist as in spirit and how you want to grow or ascend spiritually. Your guide chose to be your guide. Right. And so your first day as a stardust being who decided to experience itself in physical form, your guide was with you that day and carried you along. A lot of the times we think of our guide as our conscience. Yeah. But that's why we, it's also very important to imagine your guide as yourself because your conscience is your inner compass, your inner guide too. So you're very, very in tandem with your guide, your whole life experience and lives experience. So for people that want to connect deeper with their guides, number one meditation is it, okay? And I would say meditation in its purest form. So without the use of vibration, music, or anything that causes you to, yeah, Fine. just quiet looking within. And again, you could utilize a meditation coach to help you through that, who will give you visualizations that don't interfere with what your imagination will innately want to do. Right. Um, but also it's important to understand that you can have conversations with your guides. I think people forget that, <laughs> um, that your guide is with you all the time. It's sometimes that little voice inside your head, the thought between the thought, the idea that you don't really consciously engage with all the time, that's your guide. And some people have it more prominently than others. The older the soul, the more prominent it is. And, you know, it's about engaging with that and also clarifying to spirit, like what type of relationship you want to have with them. Clarifying with spirit what you're seeking and that you're, you want to put it in their hands and realize that maybe it's something that I can't come to conclusion of on my own. I release that to my guides. Um, clarifying that you want to connect and communicate to truth and honesty with the highest level of guides and having a, you know, a mantra of, you know, kind of a daily practice of awareness that you are engaging with your guides every day, you will start to find that you become more in tuned with yourself every day and it will make you feel more purposeful. And you'll start to notice little synchronicities and signs kind of as you roll along the day that mean nothing to other people, only to you. And that is the individual experience of our soul's journey is yours and yours alone. It belongs to you only. So when we start to make it about feeling like as soon as you find your guide, you're going to be able to find all the answers or something. And then finally, I'll be happy and feel complete. That's not the physical way. That's not the experience here. It's about understanding that your soul is on a journey. And it's not a lonely one. I think when we can accept that we are not alone, and we can engage with our guides, that's actually when things feel like more released, because I can not feel so burdened by a lot of bullshit. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, don't be surprised about like what you might come across. You know, I think um, spirit guides can be incredibly dynamic and they can be a lot of different things as a reflection of you and how they identify with certain parts of your journey. 
and they can be incredibly special. So when I sit down with somebody or somebody says, I want to find my guide or whatever, I would actually say, you need to forget that and you need to find you because what unravels are little parts of you that are way more magical than you can even comprehend. You're like tripping balls right now. <laughs> What's going on? I can't only give me these looks. Okay, I won't look at you. I feel like you're like, I know what's going on, but I'm just going to let you tell me what's going on. I feel like I'm on, it reminds me of being in school, like I'm being tested when you do that. Oh my God. Do you want me to not look at you? Uh, we're talking about spirit guides. Yeah. So we're talking about before you say career, I just saw number five. My entire chest is so tight. I just feel like my back's hurting. I feel like my eyes keep wanting to close. Mm. And I'm like struggling. Don't fight it. I, I, but I don't know how that's related or what that's related to. You don't have to know it's related to. What? No. But I, I'm annoyed because I, I'm irritated about it. Good. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm like super irritated about it. If I'm being really honest, <laughs> I'm like on a high. Like I hear like, I don't know if you notice. See the whiteboards? Yeah, your whiteboards look amazing. Whiteboards are incredibly organized right now because it's like, <laughs> this going i got this going i'm doing all my like business planning and working on some deals i got so close to shit and then i i felt great and even when you walked in you're like oh the energy's down here i'm like yeah i did my pals down. i did a little meditation and now i'm just like overwhelmed with energy that is like consuming my body and i'm struggling to focus do you have any guides i have five yes yeah <laughs> i do <laughs> five are they annoying me though? Like, why is my back hurt? Why is my shoulders hurt? Like, why is like my right here hurt? Like, or I was having a hard time breathing. Like, I, that's when you're like, what's wrong? I was like, no, I, I was purposely moving the mic away so you wouldn't hear me go like every time. Like, mm -hmm. I'm frustrated about this right now. Yeah, but so when we when we connect with our guides, when we start to feel that type of energy, it's not about you. Don't need to know why. It's never about why is this happening. Okay. It's about acknowledging, and you're not acknowledging it properly. Well, I'm acknowledging it. I'm just irritated by it. You say, I feel you. Thank you. Okay, but why do I have to feel uncomfortable to feel you? You're not... Th th no. No, like physically. Like, I physically feel. You're feeling spirit in the room. You're feeling your body is responding, even though you're, you're, your body... It's like if we were to hop in a car and drive really fast. We'd be like, Ooh, like we would feel the momentum. Yeah, I actually kind of... When you say that, I do feel almost like I just have whiplash. That's correct. That's, that's the sensation. It's the energy of spirit that you are feeling. It's about you acknowledging it in your body and saying, I feel you. Thank you. I feel you. Thank you. I got it. You can say, thank you guides of the highest for truth and compassion and revealing this to me well i just said it for you but <laughs> but like but that's what you can say so it, it's not it's about it's not about the answer it's about addressing that you physically feel them but is that me feeling your guide yes because they're all here yes like tall man yes small woman that's correct what i feel like okay just tell me no, we'll talk about it after. I will, we will. We, this is going over way too far. <laughs> okay. But it's important about acknowledging it. 
okay? So just acknowledging, but then how does one know? This is all me right now, by the way. Yeah, she's rolling off on a tangent right now. But like, how do I know that I'm picking up energy on someone else's A, so-called spirit guides, or B, actual just like spirit energy i think i have to define or separate the two Mm. or like even what's around me Mm -hmm. like how do i know what your body's recognizing it for you so like the tight chest feeling and the whiplash feeling or the Mm. pressure in my head or my eyes getting heavy Mm -hmm. but why would my eyes it's a physical it's just a physical response there's no don't don't do that okay don't i know i always feel like i need a reason for everything you do not there isn't a reason for everything. My biggest struggle. Mm-mm. Right now, like, literally feel like someone's, like, touching my hair on my head, putting their fingers through, and it's, I'm like, okay, I know it. you're here, but, like, I don't need that right now. I'm really trying to work. I know, but see, this is high-end temper tantrum. You are. Right but this is what spirit does. You're resisting it, and there, this keeps happening until you release to it. Just acknowledge it and and roll through it is is basically the rule. I think though that I I start to think like, oh my, there are a few things that I've learned are signs of communication mm-hmm. that it is for me to relay or for me to under, try to understand. So I'm struggling to find like or identify when that is the case, and when it's just to your point, just don't the physical acknowledge it and mm-hmm. doesn't have an attached. It's both. It's both. So, but that's really frustrating. Nope, it's not. It's not frustrating. It's frustrating because then you don't know is this just the feeling or is this like Mr. So and so who had a heart attack? Because I, I, I identify with that. I know very clearly when it's like the heart attack feeling. Mm-hmm. That's why I always fall back on that one. Mm-hmm. Right, because you, you can articulate it. But as you continue to learn and grow and experience conversation with spirit, that will change. And so it can be both. It can be both literal and then a physical ailment. So for an example, when I am dealing with a powerful or like a high vibration frequency energy, um, it's going to be a loved one who's passed on or guides, I can get very nauseous. And during my sessions, my clients, they'll tell you I, I can experience nausea frequently. However... Um, loved ones who have passed on can also identify with nausea and the ailment of feeling sick, especially depending on how they passed. Like really lightheaded dizzy. Correct. That's like how I feel right now. Correct. Okay. That's spirit. That's vibration you're feeling in the room. Oh, yes. So it's both. And and there's things that you have to, you know, explain to people, that, but it comes with acceptance of what it is, not what it means. It's not, you're not up to, you don't, spiritually, you don't have to be a detective and know everything. The universe is so abstract. If we seek to understand constantly for validation of why, we will always be seeking. It's acceptance and allowance that keeps us connected to spirit, that keeps us in the calm, that keeps it in the space between yes, no, left, right, day, night, up, down. Somebody standing right over there. That's correct. That I can feel. That's correct. So, like, for you. She's so. She's like, <laughs> This is, I'm sorry, this does turn into like a totally different direction, but I'm so like right here, right here. That's correct. Right here. That's like, correct. Right. That's where she is. Face. She is standing there. That's correct. Like I'm not like. 
That's my main guide. She's been standing there since. Plays my hair fiddle. Like, almost like being like tapping on my shoulder. Like, that's correct. Hello, I'm standing here. Why aren't you listening to me? She's been standing. She was the first one to walk in the room. She's right here. That's right. Yeah. But you know what's annoying? I feel, (laughs) but. When I was a kid, I did the whole, I don't want to see you because you freak the shit out of me. But now as an adult, I almost want to for the validation. That no, you don't. You're crazy. You don't want to. Yeah, you're not ready. <laughs> Literally, I'm having a meltdown about it on the podcast. I, obviously. <laughs> because even my example, and I'll say to you, the example that I use with the intestines, you, assume, but so I need to tell you, when I said that example, yeah. that's when she walked behind you. It was in that same breath as soon as I did that and I saw her do it and I thought okay (laughs) you can stand there if you want I I didn't ask her why I just thought that's fine because I brought it up but you got so uncomfortable and twitched in your chair as soon as I told you that example you were like I don't like that immediately you didn't like it now is that because I'm feeling you're being attached to that or that's my own because I also have a similar situation. Both. So it's communicating, trying to explain that like, hey, this is like linked. Correct. Almost like you've been there with the fuck up, Amanda. You're just in that spot now, essentially. Correct. Because I like don't want to deal with my own emotion. Mm. Well, I have to help Amanda now, so we have to go. <laughs> we need to we need to take a time out. And I feel like we talked a lot about spirit guides in in a sense, but it's it's so based off of the individual experience more than anything. And it's like kind of like I want to say let your freak flag fly, you know? Like when we connect with spirit, it's about being don't judge, don't judge. Be who you authentically are and experience yourself. And you can't be afraid to experience what you already know you are. We hide it a lot of the times, and that is even harder. And so look inside, always first, always. You can have the intention of connecting with a spirit guide, but you have to understand that you stand in the way of you achieving that. So it is, it's it's deeper than people think it is. So basically today on our podcast, it wasn't my spirit, guys. It was your spirit, guys. And it's okay. a way of yeah. focus. <laughs> Thanks, Aina. You're welcome. All right. On that, we got to wrap this up. All right. Let's do some breathing. Okay. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know how that went out.